Hi, and welcome to Behind the Bar, a podcast that takes conversations out of the dance class. I'm Krista. And I'm Taylor. And welcome to Behind the Bar. I always feel like I'm so scrunchy. Like my In the car? Well, yeah, like my eyes lately, I just feel like I'm just like scrunchy and like my eyes feel like drowsy, but I'm not tired. Like, you know, when your eyes just feel like tired right here? Yes. Like, what does that mean? That you're tired? It probably means you're... <laughs> Hello, everybody. I hope that that was riveting for you. I'm like, I get what you mean. Like, my eyes also feel tired. Yeah. Like, scrunchy. <laughs> I get, I totally get what you mean. Like, my, for me, it's like my eyes don't feel clear. Yes. They feel kind of groggy, especially like right here. It feels clouded. Yeah. But like, my vision isn't clouded. It's just right here that just feels She's a little heavier. She's pointing to the inner corner, like her tear ducts. Yeah. Like, just a little heavier than normal. So, it could A, be you're tired, or B, it could be allergies. Oh, it could be allergies. I didn't yeah. even think of my allergies uh-huh. that, have, that are new. I that were like, just apparently developing. Yeah. I have to like adjust to them and remember that I actually have allergies. Yes. So, anyway, we're in the car. <laughs> yeah. We're car podcasting today yep. due to studio not being available. Outside of like a little cute little coffee shop that no one really knows. <laughs> Tim Hortons. Because guess what? Like we said last podcast. <laughs> Spring has sprung. It's time to go back to the drinks that are cheap. Yeah, and like I don't know, but every time I go to Starbucks, I'm just kind of like I don't know what to get. Like I'm just I, like, eh. Nothing beats just eh. like an iced coffee or a yeah. vanilla iced coffee. Like I just agree. the simple simplicity, the simplicity of, of the coffee. <laughs> However, I went to Tim Hortons this weekend. Um, yeah. We'll jump into competition later, but I did go to Tim Hortons at competition, and it was a terrible experience. It was on the. Saturday. So okay. this comp and and it also I didn't know this. We've obviously been very spoiled where we are because the competitions we usually attend feed us like feed us like yeah. really nice lunches like tacos and butter chickens and just like food. Yeah, lots, sushi, lots like, of food. Just... Totally. Yeah. And we've now been to two competitions where it's just like some muffins and a piece of some fruit if you're lucky and I was and not anything else. So yeah, it was weird. This competition, we were like, do we pack lunch? We shouldn't have to pack lunch. But I've now been told that it's more normal to just have snacks and not be fed. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't because I've never had that experience. Right. So I was like, you know what? Let's not pack food. Let's just see what happens. And I can always whip out because we had enough like people and help that I could rip out. So it was Tim Hortons was the decision because that's like cheap and easy. Yep. Well. First of all, we all know I don't like a moving menu. Yes. So there's that panic. So we get there and the one teacher says to me, do you know what you want? Are you going to be okay? Yeah. Because you don't like a moving menu. As everyone knows. And I lie and say, totally fine. I already know what I want. Right. I don't know what I want. You don't know what you want. I'm between like a bowl or a wrap or a chicken sandwich. You should have gone with your old trusty bowl. (sighs) But I did go with the bowl, but I wanted the chicken sandwich. I like that sandwich. (laughs) Have you tried the sandwich? Yes. Okay. The ballet teachers bought it for me a couple of times and I've bought it. Okay. Anyway, point is (laughs) we're in there and we're ordering and the order's large because there's like, I guess five of us or something that need to eat. And do you think that they can handle a five person order? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And there's no way in heck you're going to modify. And they're probably like, I want... Like, do you want this as a meal? And they're asking all those questions. So they're not even asking me that. I'm saying, because I order the first thing. So I'm like, a vanilla, a rice bowl with a vanilla coffee. Can I make that a meal? Yeah. And every single thing, as usual, Tim Hortons fashion was, let me check. Who are they conversing with? I don't know. Who are they checking with? Like Tim himself? (laughs) Because what is happening? Why did they say that? 
I don't know, but it's weird. Who do they talk to? Their supervisor, like, I guess. But like, how do you not know? You're working the drive-through. Like how, in my but, experience, you always put like fast people in drive-through. But also, meals are an option. Like the combo yeah. meal. It's not like I'm saying something like, "Can I have that extra hot?" Which I don't think they do any of that. It's not like I'm like, "Can I have it extra hot, half ice?" <laughs> With a shot of this, a shot of that. Like, I'm no. not making it hard. We do, we're do. we doing no modifications. I'm that was the rule. I'm just going to be honest. It's not rocket science. No. And I said to the staff, anybody ordering, we're doing Tim Hortons, there is no modifications yeah. because they cannot handle it. Absolutely not. So this is bare bones ordering. Yep. I'm not even saying things like my half sweet or my no, no tomatoes. Because there's no way in hell it's happening. No. So every item was, let me check, let me check. So we get to like the third order of whatever it is, chicken sandwich, coffee and potato wedges because right. everybody wants potato wedges I love to potato which wedges. she says i don't think we have enough potato wedges in this store what oh it's like 11 a.m also don't you just have don't you just throw them in the fryer yeah isn't that how it works them? so i was like uh so again it's a let me check then the manager comes on yeah and says how many potato wedges are you going to end up needing and i said five five and she says we only have four so Sick. I went without potato wedges. I do not care. I don't right. even really like them. I just wanted to be part of the group of potato wedges <laughs> at that time. Then I panic right. and get my rice bowl, which I wasn't really feeling. Whatever. doesn't matter. Life happened. Anyway, we order all this food. We get up to the counter. Yeah. And she's like, you're going to have to pull around to the front before it's ready. Of course you are. Of course. Of course. Because now this is not fast. Yeah. Should have gone to McDonald's. Yeah. So we drive around to the front. 30 minutes later are you kidding i'm not me? kidding you we have no food i'm sitting in the car with two other teachers and finally the one's like should i go in yeah and i go yeah and we've seen like other parents show up and leave and i'm like this is very odd and like we're on a time crunch very much of, so this know? was supposed like, to be a fast this mm -hmm. this tim hortons was two minute drive from the theater like it's right. fast yeah no not fast so she goes in and they're like oh it's almost ready they bring it out to the car and of course we check everything and we're missing potato wedges and we're missing ketchup <laughs> and we're missing like what the heck? So we had to yeah. go back in. Anyway, it wasn't great. Whatever. Everybody was fed. So you can't complain, but that's my rant about Tim Hortons. And here I am again today at Tim Hortons. They just can't handle no, large they really can't. things. Well, they can't even manage our order. Do you remember when we ordered two coffees and they parked us for 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. And you went in and my coffee was sitting there <laughs> because I like an iced coffee half sweet because they don't like it too sweet and sometimes they can understand that yeah but then sometimes they like they're shocked it's like a whole new concept this today's coffee is perfect. perfect so i don't know if the sweetness is sitting at the bottom maybe well you can usually tell like there's usually like a little the layer anyway uh, that all happened nice. but that's about all i have but how are you before we go into our our competition and everything that happened. I I'm mean, pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. Spring has sprung and it's I'm beautiful aware out. of it. I'm it's going to be shorts. 19 today, which is Celsius. I don't know the conversion for that. It's what is that? 80? Like 75? 80-ish. I, I have think. no idea. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm wearing shorts. I bought... Oh my God, you'll never believe what piece of clothing that I bought that I'm bringing back. What? I'm bringing back... Palazzo pants. No, the skort. I have a skort. I'm going to wear it. It's so cute. And I'm wearing it. What color is it? It's um blue and white. Okay, cute. Striped. Does it have a ruffle bum? A ruffle bum? <laughs> no. Good. <laughs> no, it's like no, no. And it's it's a skirt in the sense that it looks like a skirt, but yes. then underneath is just shorts. shorts. Like I if want there's one. no yeah. Super cute. Why it ties you right get there. Me one? 
I, I don't know. I didn't think of getting you one. That's nice. I did get some new tank tops, though, which was nice. I need some co- summer clothes. Oh, well, I get 70% off next week, so. So I should go look at what I want. And <laughs> then just, like, saying? send me pictures, because then I'll just lie. and. That's good. Let's tell everybody that. <laughs> but it is true. She can share the discount. We wear, like, similar sizing, so it's like. Yeah. Not like, no. and it's not like I'm going to ask for a lot. I probably just want the skirt. But then again, you have the skirt, so I'm not going to steal well, your skirt. I mean, you could do the skirt. I also I'm don't thinking even know I might I like wear the skirt. skirt to that event we're going to Where next year. Where are we year. going? Next week. Not next year. Next oh. Week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, I haven't bought anything. A, well, yeah, you did. We bought the cowboy hats. No, I haven't bought anything in oh. general. Oh. Well, you have something to return. Yeah, I have to, everybody knows it's that stupid Anastasia blush, but it's now in the car so we can, we can return that. That's one step closer. So yeah, I bought the JVN. This is off topic of, of what Taylor was talking about, but we know she's good and she owns a skirt. A yeah, skirt. yeah, it's good. I own a skirt. I want to own fun. a skirt. I used to own a skirt. I love skirts. They were really popular again back in 2008 because I remember my son being little and skirts being in again mm-hmm. and I had to. They're cute. Mm-hmm. They're no, cute the if they're good. You bought the JVN. Okay, so I bought the JVN um, um, Volumeizer Mousse. Volumeizer Mousse. I've been wanting to try it. All yeah. these influencers are trying it, and they're showing their big... Does my hair look more full it luminous does look today? Luminous it does, today. right? Yeah, okay. it does. So it works, if anybody's considering it. It does seem to work. I used it once before, and I told Taylor I didn't like the feeling in my hair, but I also only put it, like, on my part, because it said <laughs> to put it in the parts of the hair you want mm-hmm. with volume, and I wanted it, like, in the top part. And it was crusty and meh. And I also used, like, three pumps. So, and it says one wet? to two. Yes. Okay. It says damp hair. Right. Um, one to two pumps, then you comb it through, then you dry your hairstyle as usual. Mm-hmm. Last time I used three pumps. This time I'm like, I'll use two and I'm going to put it through my whole scalp because, like, obviously I want volume at the scalp. But I don't like the way, like, you wouldn't be able to feel how my hair feels. Right. You, but I can feel there's, like, a film. Okay. You feel that? I mean, it feels like you've got, like, leave-in conditioner. Yeah, I don't like in. that. It feels like there's a film. So now I need to try one pump. Yeah. And well, then you're I need notorious you for using too more much. Than... And then I need you to try it. I almost okay. brought it for you today, but I was like, okay, wait, let me try one pump. Mm-hmm. But I'm worried that like, as I was thinking, oh, I need to bring it for Taylor to try. But I'm like, I don't know if you would, well, it depends if you like it. I feel like you wouldn't like it either. Cause I feel like it's going to make your hair feel like it almost immediately feels greasy. I'm very, very particular with my so hair. And I. you know that. And like, it's not like I have great hair. I actually don't have great hair. And that's why I'm super particular with it. Yeah. Cause like, I can't have my hair looking greasy. It bugs me a lot. And so I have a very strict hair regime. Yes. I wash my hair. I use that JVN stuff, like the deep conditioner, two times a week. I use the hair oil and I use that stuff, the white stuff. The the blow-up pump. Yeah. I love that stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm almost done my thing. And I was like, it's time to order. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. You should have ordered that on the Sephora sale. I should have, but I don't get a good enough deal. I get like 10% 10 percent is still 10%. I guess so. But I think the... I mean, the... 24th. Things going on. Yeah, what day is it today? I don't know. 24th. 3rd. 4th, 5th. It's like none of us have a phone or anything. Well, I'm recording on mine. Anyway, point is, I feel like, because like, you you have like, you have natural more oily hair than oh, I do. absolutely. Yeah. So I feel like if you use this, you're not going to like it well, because my hair, my hair so feels greasy. oily to me and I don't have oily hair. No. Right? So anyways, I'd just be curious for you to try it and see because I think you're going to get volume. That's working. Right. I don't, I can feel it. And I also don't put a ton of product in my hair. I use very similar no, to you. Yeah. 
and it's very light. Like I use a lot of it, but I, I don't like, I never put it close to like my scalp. Like I don't like stuff in my hair. Yeah. Well, the thing so is just the feels... difference is you can go way longer without washing your hair because yes. you've trained your hair. It's great. It, yes. Like, I can, I can. For some reason, day two, what I'm noticing now, day two, my scalp, because I have a really dry scalp, yeah. it itches so bad. Really? Yeah. And I think it might be this new anti-itch stuff trying. that I'm using. It, that's supposed to be like, it's supposed to heal my scalp, but instead it makes it the itchiest it's ever been. I wonder if it's not working for you. Yeah. You should Google if that's like part of the transition. In Maybe. It. Because I would be curious because it could be one of two things. A, it's part of the transition and people mm-hmm. tell you to stick it out. Or two, you have a slight allergy to it and it's actually not helping yeah, you. Yeah, because I, like, I don't know, yeah, all weekend, like, because I didn't shower the Saturday, or the Sunday morning, but yeah. like, that whole day I was like, my scalp is But it's itchy. not right after you, so today no. you have no itch. Today I have no itch, it's great, it's just if I go, like, like, day two or day three without washing my hair, it becomes, like, an itch. Hmm. Yeah. Do you notice a difference in your hair with it or in your scalp? I mean, I guess I have less, like, flaky. Yeah. But I don't know. I just wondered. Not, like, a huge difference. But I just wondered. I don't think I'd ever buy it again. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, one of our teachers started using the JVN, because we told her to, <laughs> the JVN shampoo and conditioner. Neither mm-hmm. of us have ever used this JVN shampoo okay. or conditioner. But we told her to get it. And because, she loves it. Because all the products are honestly yeah. good. Oh, so good. Anyway, she is loving it. And she said that her hair, she has very long, beautiful, like, long, long hair. hair. And she said that her hair is less tangly. She's yeah. using the purple bottles. Yeah. So I'm curious about going like back into that hair. after I'm done my, um, Modern. what I use now, what I use right. now. Anyway, I don't know. I know. Cause I was thinking that too. I was like, what am I going to get after I'm done this stuff that I'm currently using? And I was like, I'm probably just going to get JVN because like, it's, I quite like all of his stuff. Yeah. I, I like the stuff that I have. I like the stuff I've used. I've used the shampoo and the conditioner because one of the teachers let me use yeah. it and it was nice. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, that's why I was really so. curious about it. Yeah. Anyway, and you can do his hair test and get stuff that suits like exactly. your scalp and stuff. So I'd be curious what it recommends. We should do it. The hair you, test after. Well, well, I did, did do it for you. For me. I did. Cause I almost bought it all for, her for Christmas. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's rude of me to assume like, no, you know, like, my I, hair. I know, like, but I didn't want to be like, oh, here it is. Like, because I know you have a dry scalp and you'd be like, okay, thanks. I know, but you know what I mean? Like it's a personal choice what you're going to go into. Anyway, I did not get it for her. I got her the pro- hair products, not the yeah. actual physical, like, full set force in it so upon her. So funny. I know. Anyway, we are done our competitive season. Oh, so sad. So sad, but also so good. Yeah. We made a shift in our studio this year to not compete in the month of May. I have always found that the May competitions bring extra drama. Yeah. Stress, because we have a year-end show in early June. Um, our recreational kids get lost in the mix in terms of never having consistent teachers because our teachers are do. traveling for competition. The littles, like mm-hmm. I haven't seen my littles since uh, March 11th. Yeah. I still have not seen them. And if we were still competing, yeah. I would see them even less. So for all those reasons, we made this big shift and I think it was the smartest decision we could have made. I also the think it was parents good. don't get it. No. They're like, we should do more. I'm like, you guys always want more. You don't understand. We have other stuff to do now. We kids. have to get ready. Yes. You're like, you're not everything. Like we no. have other children that don't compete. So comp season's over. We had a great last weekend. Like it was great. We had kids win overalls. We won top prizes, choreography prizes, all the things. Yeah. Super fun. Super fun. Super great. Um, 
Yeah. But so we rented this Airbnb. <laughs> we rented this Airbnb. Um, we were supposed to be in hotels, but I like Airbnbs so much more because I can like cook for the staff. I said all that in the last podcast. So I found this beautiful Airbnb, five bedrooms, yeah, six great. beds, two levels, beautiful, like big ri- home, ridiculously cheaply priced. Yeah. I still don't know how, why this person, and he told, well, we know now. <laughs> well, no, I don't know why. So, she, so anyways, we show up date night one. It's great. The beds are super comfy, like super comfy. Yeah. I've asked him what brand the mattresses are. He's going to check Good. for me today. Perfect. Um, cause those beds were comfy. So comfy. And those pillows were the perfect amount of fluff pillow because really? I like myself like a soft pillow. I'm not really a firm oh, pillower. I like seven pillows and they have to be very firm. So I bring my own and mm-hmm. I build up a pillow fort. I like my seven pillows, but I have to, I have to like they almost have to be a cloud. Oh, no, no. Yeah. No, no. I don't like that. I don't like any sinkage. So anyway, um, so the second night we're there. So now Taylor is there and all of our staff's there. There's six of us in the house or seven of us in the house. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Seven of us seven. in the house. And everybody goes to bed. Yeah. And I am up in their dining room doing all of our social media posts for the studio about the competition. And I'm sitting there minding my own business, drinking my tea. Yeah. And out of the corner of my eye, I see something move and I look and it's a freaking mouse (laughs) and he's come from under the couch and he's come towards me. Now, giant spoiler alert. I don't like mice. I actually don't like anything but a dog, anything but a dog. Yeah. So I, as fast as I've ever moved in my life, my feet probably never touching the floor run and I'm in my head like where can I go well I'm gonna go to Taylor's room and Taylor is in a room with two other teachers because there's two beds in there I fly in I don't yell there's a mouse (laughs) I yell we have to leave now and I land on the bed between two teachers and I'm screaming we have to leave now so the one teacher gets up and he thinks that there's like actually somebody in the I house. I think he thought there was like a murder. He said that. He goes, I thought somebody had broken in. I thought there was a murder. I thought something was wrong. Yeah. So he jumps out of bed and he goes running into the living room. What do you think he's going to do? I don't know. Because we know from the previous Airbnb, he there's was no help. no help. So. And also there's no weapons. Like we looked high Oh yeah, we did. So then I'm yelling, mouse, mouse, mouse. And Taylor jumps out of bed and she's yelling, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And now the other teacher's laughing. She's like, she doesn't really care about the mouse. And I'm losing it. And I'm perched on the bed. Other teacher gets up. I yell mouse. She jumps onto the kitchen counter. Two come up from the basement. What's wrong? There's a mouse. This was an hour situation. It was long and it was all documented. All documented. So funny. I made them search in my whole bedroom, in my suitcase, unpack it, repack it, make sure no mouse is hidden. I barricaded myself with rolled towels around all the door cracks into my bed. And then finally went to bed after an hour of screaming about this stupid mouse. And they were like, he's just little. I'm like, he was plump. I saw him. <laughs> he was plump. And he was gray. And then Taylor's like, you're body shaming the mouse. And I was like, no, I'm not. He was cute. He was plump, though. He's had a good spring. He got to eat. But I'm yeah. not down with that. Maybe. Oh, I just thought of something. Maybe he Ew. was pregnant and a bunch of. Ew! That would even be worse if he was in my mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then this one. Taylor is like freaking out for whatever reason because she <laughs> believes the mouse is going to crawl into her mouth while she's sleeping. Why she believes this, I don't know. But she's like, it's Bugs going to get in there. So how can why, a mouse is perfectly capable of climbing? But your natural reaction would be to like close your mouth up and it would come out. 
I mean, the concept's gross. Anyway, it didn't happen. She's fine. No, she didn't, it's fine. She didn't choke on this mouse that she believed she was going to choke on. It was a whole thing. It was, she was like, <laughs> I can sense it. I was like, oh my God. But it was traumatic. I wanted to go to a hotel. I was the only one highly, highly traumatized. <laughs> Taylor was slightly traumatized. I'm like mild. <laughs> she was trying to look under like blankets and stuff. And then would th- as soon as she lifted the blanket, she'd throw it and scream murder. One of the teachers got <laughs> mad at us for making too much yeah. noise. Whatever. It's my daughter, so she can just suck it up. It was so... It was funny. It, it was, was funny. Really we funny. were up all. We documented we were up until it like all on Instagram. Sorry, twelve forty-five. The parents were laughing the next day. Yeah. They were all like, "What the heck? Are you guys okay?" And I was like, "No, I am not okay. I'm <laughs> not okay." There's a literal mouse. Yeah, not a literal. Literal. We lifted real up mouse. couches. We moved furniture. Well, because the one teacher was like, "Oh my gosh, we need to look under the couches because at my boyfriend's parents' house." A mouse had made a nest in the couch, which was a hole under the couch. The yeah. li- mouse lives in there. So then they start t- dumping over the couches. And of course, everyone that dumps, I'm like, is it in there? <laughs> and it's not. We never found the mouse. No, he's living his best life. Because that was the thing. Everybody's like, and then what? Where's the mouse? I'm like, we don't. <laughs> I don't know. He's living his life. Where did he go? Well, we scared him. We were so loud. Oh, that's what I said. I was like, he probably found his way out because we were like psychos. Yeah, we were literal psychos. I told the homeowner yesterday. I finally messaged him. I was like, hey, just want to let you know we saw a mouse. I t- probably, like, they live on farmland. Like, I was yeah. like, it's totally common. I'm not upset about it because I'm no, not. you should have said it. We had the time for our And there was no, like, mouse poo or whatever in the house. No. So it was pretty new. Um, anyway, he's like, oh, I'll go set some traps. And that's literally all he said. But he did yeah. say if we want to book again next year to book through him directly. This is the second oh, Airbnb person. And we can save money. Perfect. So that's nice. We've had two Airbnb people because we're such good guests. We are such good we guests. We are. We're, we're good very guests. efficient. You want to rent your home to us. We're the, yeah. We are your people. <laughs> we're like in and out. And it's like we and were we, never And there. I clean before I leave. I scrub down kitchens and make sure they look very clean. And like clean we kitchen are loud, means a clean house. but we're also quiet. We are loud. We are also quiet. We're respectful of time, <laughs> quiet time constraints if you give them to us. Anyway, that happened. That was the big competition moment. But other than that, competition's always so funny to me because I find it's when we always start to kind of find stuff out. It's when yeah. the kids start to kind of gossip. They might start telling you they're not dancing next year. Or they're doing less or they're doing more. They rat out other kids. Like just yeah, things like that. Like we have a senior student who she didn't want to compete this year at first and then last minute changed her mind and chose to compete. And I think it's because she was feeling left out because her friends were competing. For sure. So then this year she came to comp and she competed minimally. Mm-hmm. They wanted to have a good balance of com- competing and still being able to attend school properly and not miss school. And that happened for her. Oh yeah. Our she whole missed, like, comp a half season, she missed a half a day. Yeah. So I approached her and I was like, Hey, did you find comp season more, um, manageable? And she was like, Oh, not really. But like, I just find nobody can ever be like, not nobody, but lots of people are never thankful for anything. No. Like, it's just never enough. So it's like, what do you mean? You've missed one half day of school. And I said that to her. Yeah. She's like, yeah, but I still had to miss that half day. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's not like you missed five full days or nope. even a full day. You did minimal things. You weren't even there all weekend. Like, No, she got to come and go as she pleased. Yes. She didn't have to come to half as many rehearsals. Like, it makes no sense. No sense. So then... She um, took a t- picture. So the, f- the first indication that something was kind of up, and I still don't really know what's up, is she took a t- picture 
with one of her teachers for her solo on stage. And the teacher was like, that's weird. We've yeah. never taken a picture together before. Yeah. And she's taught her for like her whole life. And I was like, that was kind of weird. She's like, it makes me curious if she's not doing anything next year or not doing this at least again. Right. I was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't really think about it. Then she took a picture with her other teacher, which was interesting. Interesting. Then one of the mums comes up to me and it was the last day of comp and the last comp. So this mum comes up to me and she's not trying to start anything. She's genuinely like, I'm so emotional today. I hate the end of the season. I always feel so sad. And like, I totally get that. I always feel sad with my son's sports. It's sad. And she's like, I can't stop crying. And then she's like, I can't imagine how the senior student's mom feels with her daughter not dancing at all next year. She must be a mess. Yeah. And I pulled it off like I knew. I went, oh, yeah, emotions run high and just kind of like ran away and then ran up to these guys. And I was like, what is going on with this kid? Mm -hmm. Like, is she not coming back at all? Is she coming back? So we have no idea. And then at the end of the comp, I'm driving away. And this is where I was really like, something is weird. Because we said goodbye to everybody. We were the last ones out of the building with our seniors. Yeah. The senior and her family walked to their car. And I pulled out and drove past their car. And the mom had pulled out this giant bouquet of flowers. Like giant. And was taking pictures with her. And and I've never seen her. Like this kid's competed with us forever. I've never seen her receive a giant bouquet of flowers at competition. Why were they taking all these pictures there? I think it was her last competition. Like, obviously, like, it's her last competition I also ever. think it's her last competition. I'm hopeful that the mom who said she's not dancing next year doesn't mean it's her last... Like, year ever dancing. Dancing? Because she she's next year through. should be her last year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I hate that. I hate that feeling. Like, it always sucks, right? You always think you're doing everything so well Mm -hmm. everything amazing everybody's doing well we're placing we're doing good whatever and there's always something where you're like huh Huh. yeah or somebody makes a comment that makes you feel like you didn't do enough or it wasn't good enough at the same time this particular student and I and one of her solo teachers have had so many like sorry so many conversations about next year and like fun things to do next year and all these things and she's come up with ideas herself and so it's, like, hard to believe that she wouldn't be dancing at all next I year. I think she's just not competing. Yeah. I do. But I wish people would just be up front. Yeah. Like, I find it, there's nothing, well, not nothing worse, but one of the worst things is you go into registration. And it's immediately when you start to see all the kids kind of, like, whispering and making comments. Yeah. And you say things like, oh, are you going to take tap next year? And mm-hmm. they go, I don't know. I have to ask my mom. Yeah. And you're like, what? You've taken tap for the past six years. And this is like, I mean, the core students, like the company. Yeah. And you just start to kind of catch little moments where you're like, something's up, something's up, something's up. And I find it the worst feeling because a lot of people will string you along and be like, oh yeah, we're going to take this. We're going to take that. Or we're coming back. And then they just don't. And they just, and we had it happen last summer. We had a girl who we thought was coming. We started reaching out to her and then they just, Never, Never responded to us again. And it was so rude and it's so heartbreaking because she was at that age where she was obviously at the studio for long enough to like form connections with teachers and bonds and everything like that. Like it sucks. Yeah. That happens. Like just as hard as it is to say, okay, I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. At least just tell us because also from a business standpoint, we create these classes with the Belief that yeah. these children are coming back. And like, it's always a crapshoot. You don't know what's going to fill. You don't know what's not going to fill. You just don't know. No. But like, be honest. 
especially when we're asking you yeah. and you've danced with us for years, like kids that are recreational or kids that are barely dancing, it's more common when they don't come back. Oh, you're kind of like, it yeah. sucks, but like you, you're not surprised they're trying something else, but your core kids, it's, it's hurtful. And then you either see them down the street or not dancing yeah. at all. And especially if they're not dancing at all, like why not just be honest? Yeah. But, and even one of our teachers, he said it this weekend because I, I made a comment that I was having a meeting with a parent yesterday and I was worried she was going to say she wasn't coming back, but that she was super casual about the meeting. So it probably didn't mean that. And then he said that his mom mm-hmm. at his first studio booked a meeting with the studio director about next year and made it sound like he was completely coming back while they knew they weren't. And she went in and had that meeting. Yeah. And then she put him in somewhere else. And I looked right at him and I said, that's awful. That is awful. That is hurtful is what that is. And he, I think like he got what I was saying. Like he didn't go, no, it's not. He laughed at first and then he was Mm -hmm. like, well, yeah. yeah." And I was like, it is, it's hurtful. It is. Because what if it happened to like, want to like what if it, it has happened it happens and it's, it's like, like you pour all these time time and energy into the kids and the parents never value that they just don't everybody thinks about themselves and i understand that the reason people don't tell you they're not coming back is because they're afraid yeah you're going to be mad they're afraid you're going to treat their child differently they're afraid they're afraid they're afraid but like being dishonest is awful well and it's also just like the same because you're gonna have the same outcome. Well, and it's almost worse. It is almost because worse. when you're dishonest, then I actually don't like you anymore. Yeah, then it's then like, I don't want to run into you on the street. Then yeah. I don't smile at you when and I like, see you somewhere else. Then like your relationship with the child is tarnished because once again, like these kids, like the younger ones, they don't drive. They can't take themselves to and fro- you know. So it's yeah, and they don't they don't know. Like yeah. they don't get the choices. But when he said that about his mom, I was like, that is so awful yeah like it's awful you flat out lied to somebody's face and then went somewhere else and that person was planning for you to return yeah like and it's not like it was like they made the plan and then later decided to leave they knew just like don't even book the meeting like just don't even like totally and that's what i find majority of people do yeah they just lie and we have certain policies in our studio that have kind of helped with that a little bit over the years so um, for example, our soloists, like if you're a soloist, you have yeah. to meet certain criteria, but then one thing we do, and this is like a tip to other studios and maybe this won't work for your studio, but something we started doing was we were finding that kids were getting solos and then either not coming back to dance or studio hopping or whatever. And I was yeah. like, enough's enough. If you have a soloist, that's a privilege. It's a ton of extra time and energy from the instructor and Lots of our kids were wanting to do solos. We had all of these soloists, but they weren't being committed the next year. They yeah. just weren't. So we made up the criteria of what you needed to be a soloist. Then it says that before year end shows, we have a cutoff date. You have to have your registration for the fall in. Yeah. And you have to hand in a hundred dollars with that registration. So this is on top of your registration fee. Yeah. You have to hand in a hundred dollars, which now a hundred dollars isn't really that like it's a lot of money but not a lot of money but when we started it it's like ooh, a hundred bucks I don't want to be out a hundred bucks I I mean I still wouldn't want to so you hand in your registration with a hundred dollars if and that hundred dollars goes on to your fall fees for the following season so you're now coming back you've given your hundred it's going to go on your September payment yeah if you do not pay it and you do not hand in your registration 
you aren't doing your solo and show. No. Now, a lot of studios don't do solos and shows. We do. We give that privilege to our soloists because they've worked so hard. And I believe we have some in that it. Don't compete. And yes. Like... I believe in a solo and a show. Yeah. I know a lot of studios don't. So if you don't, then it probably doesn't even work for you. But we do that. And then we have the commitment from them. And if you're wavering on your commitment, the next year, don't sign up for the solo. No. And then ride that year out and then go ahead and go do what you want. Having said that, there are families that pay me the hundred, sign up and walk out the door and really yep. don't care. And I feel like maybe we'll get some of that this year. Mm-hmm. Like. And they're willing to be out the hundred bucks yeah. and that's fine. But lots of people you know right away because they'll start to fight the hundred. Yeah. Well, why do I have to pay this? Because you do. Well, it happened last year. It happened last year. That would be awful if I had to pay it for all the hard work. And I was like, yeah. and they did that. The family I'm thinking of, I don't know who you're thinking of, did pay it mm-hmm. and they did leave. And I was like, fine studio. Like the studio will keep your hundred dollars to help pay for rent in the summer. Yeah. Not my problem. Don't take on all this stuff. If you're not going to be committed no having said that there's obviously gray areas if you moved away if you received an injury so there's obviously like exceptions to the rule but you lose your you if you don't come back you lose your money it's simple don't sign up don't take up our time don't lie to us and so i have found that's helped it has helped yeah it does bring out like the honesty in people but this time of year you always just find like the kids are so not secretive but they're all like whispering and they're all trying to figure out what they're doing and what their friends are doing and like even when we were handing out registration there were kids who were like I hate these classes yeah and I was like yeah I find registration really interesting yeah it does it brings out a lot it shows us a lot about the kids what they're liking they all start talking it's true Mm -hmm. they all start saying I'm not coming back okay All right. But then you have kids who are like, ooh, I'm going to take on more, which is, like, nice. Because we have, like, a certain group of kids who don't take everything. And they should be taking everything. But they don't take, like, they don't want to do the extras. And there's, like, a hand few of them that are like, okay, I'm going to add, like, a class next year. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, it's hard. You just never know. But I I just, people, the the games people play blow my mind. Because I'm like, just be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not doing this next year. And we're not coming back. And that's just the way it is. And I mean, you can say, okay, well, they're probably afraid to tell you because you're also making them pay a hundred bucks and whatever. And I'm like, that's fine. But like, don't, don't take up our time and you can be out the hundred dollars then, or don't have them do their solo on stage. I don't really care. You decide. But as a parent, you need to think of the biggest, bigger picture because chances are the child's been at the studio a long time. They've created a giant relationship with everybody in that studio, especially the staff. And it's a caring relationship. And so having somebody walk away is devastating. Yeah. It's devastating. It always hurts no matter what. Because you do. You care and you want them to do well. And people leave and they're not nice about leaving. No. And everyone always seems to want these giant grand exits. And they want the last word. And they act like like it's so detrimental and so petty. And you're just like, just leave quietly. Like, why do you have to make a scene out of it? Exactly. I mean, we're already on a better up and up this year than last year how we ended comp absolutely last year you go back you can find those episodes last year in may we had high dramatic end there was no dramatic end i felt like this competition season was like just chill it was like there was a few highs a few lows but overall just a good end a great season just done agreed yeah i agree anyway we need to take off yeah we We have to to get to work Follow us behind the bar podcast at gmail.com, behind the bar pod on Instagram. Bye. Bye.